We are Marquette. 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 Carolyn Keeger, head coach of the Marquette women's basketball team. The biggest thing I that stands out as I look back at my career as a player here would be the people. It's it's a really special place in terms of family environment. You know, I love the fact that there's still same professors here and um, same administration. You know, my teammates and I are still still very close, and m- my coach Terry Mitchell and my assistant coaches. So, when when I think about Marquette and, and everything that it taught me and everything that I learned, I always come back to the relationships that I made. The, the two biggest ones in terms of professors was Dr. Jones, and he's our athletics faculty rep now. I had his class uh, when I was a student here and to see him still teaching it and to work with our student athletes and to come with us on trips and to pick his brain I think that's really neat you know to have him as a professor and now as a colleague I don't think many people are able to say that they have those uh, mutual experiences and then uh, the other one would be um, uh, Mr. Albrightson and he coached a coaching class when I was here and I took all of his courses did an independent study with him and he's coached a couple of of my players in or I should say taught but He's a coach, so he coaches them in class. But um, he's done an independent study with one of my players last year, Michaela Jens. So it was pretty neat the fact that I did the independent study with him and then Michaela did one with him last year and just seeing her go through the process that I went through. Um, and he still comes and sits in my office. He comes to practice. We talk through things. He gives me books. So he's still a big resource for me, and I'm still learning from him to this day. You know, Coach Mitchell, you know, I played for her for four years, and, um, you know, a lot of what I do value-wise and, and what I love about coaching – stems from her and how she treated us as players and how she really cared about the whole person um so so for me I I take a lot from how she developed us as people you know coaching is a tree and you're you're a branch of uh, of your people that came before you and you just keep you know learning and adjusting but you always come back to your mentors and you always come back to the people that helped mold you um and you know even uh coach Albrightson you know he's I still remember when I was a student here, he gave us a sheet in class that had a hundred ways how to say stuff positive to somebody, to a player. So not just, hey, great job, but another word you could use. And I still have it in my office to this day. And he sent me an email the other day. Uh, sometimes you just got to get out of their way. You know, sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all. And so he, he still gives me little tip, um, you know, tips every every now and then. But, you know, to have those people that care about you and really love you and want to make you better for your whole entire life, not just what can you do for me now, I think really speaks to who Marquette is and, and what we believe in. I'm really big into family and really big into loyalty. And so I always love to give back to the people that gave me so much. So if I wanted to be a coach and I wanted to coach at the highest level, what better place to do it than your alma mater? And so for me, I am so blessed to have received so many great things from Marquette that now that I have the ability to, to give back, it means the world to me. Uh, there's no other place I'd rather be than to mold and, and help um, change young ladies' lives than, than here at Marquette. Uh, I still remember when I got the job and um, I went back to the office, and it's basically you. You know, you haven't hired your staff yet. It's empty. It's quiet. Uh, I've heard the analogy used that it's like trying to drink out of a fire hose, and it's just coming at you, and uh, you don't really know that until you're in the trenches. Um, and you just kind of look around, and you take a deep breath, and you're like, wow, this is... This is about to get really interesting. And I think the, the biggest thing that uh, I learned my first year is 
I learned so much about myself and what I wanted and what I didn't want my program to look like and who I wanted uh, to represent Marquette women's basketball. And I think for me, you know, it always starts and ends with culture. So my first year was hard. It was really difficult. You know, um, you came into a situation um, where Terry had been here for, you know, 23 years and and had a culture and had, you know, uh, a foundation set. And so for me to come in and build my own and develop what I was about and um, how I wanted it to look like and without changing of the values that Marquette women's basketball had always stood for. Um, I think it was really interesting and and it was hard and it challenged me. And after year one, you find out what you're made of and you find out – you know, what you are in those hard moments and you, you figure out that you need your staff and you need support and you need, uh, you know, your family and you really need to make this uh, a cohesive unit. And I think, um, at, you know, after year one, when your feet are a little bit wet and you understand what you want your program to look like, everything kind of falls into place. The hardest moment for me, I don't necessarily know if it was one particular moment, but was patience. You know, I'm, I'm a really competitive person and I want things done immediately and I want success to come right away but in coaching or or really any profession it's a process and I I think for me going through those first two years of losing uh, was hard it was difficult especially coming from a program at Miami where we were top five in the country for two straight years um, and being part of a winning tradition to come back and build that yourself you know that it was difficult Um, and to have the patience to trust that the vision and that the culture would catch up one day and you might not see it immediately, but knowing that every day, you know, one pebble at a time, uh, one stroke at a time, it, it was it was going to get the job done down the road. So I think it's a two-part question. I think the most rewarding thing about that was, you know, seeing it finally turn, seeing that, you know, all those hardships, all those losses, all those failures, as you will, were lessons, you know. And in the moment, it's hard to see losses as lessons, Uh uh, mostly you're down and you're frustrated, but if you can stay the course and you can understand that, you know, um, if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And if it was easy, everybody would be a champion, but that's not the case. And it, it takes character and you got to learn uh, what it takes to be the best. And, and for us, we had to play the best, we had to beat the best, and we had to learn what it took to, to get there. Our job as a staffers, coaches, is to make our players the best they can possibly be, and that's on and off the floor. And anyone that's in my circle or anyone that's on my team or that's a teammate of mine, that's our goal. And obviously at the end of the day, yes, you want to win games, but we want to win at life and we want to win in the classroom and we want to win in the community. And if you're aligned with that and you're aligned with with trying to be excellent every day, um, we're going to get along. And and I know that uh, I can help make you great because if those are your intentions and if you're in the business uh, for the right reasons, then at the end of the day, success will follow. I have two big highlights um, so far in uh, my tenure here as a head coach. The first one, no question, would be the Big East Tournament. Winning a championship on your home floor in front of your fans, um, especially me being an alum, like that's stuff that you dream about as a player, and to actually have our players get to experience that, that's a a a once-in-a-lifetime or career opportunity. Having our team, one, believe that they could get it done, Uh, And then two, had the support and the following that we did during that tournament run was huge. You know, the fans came out and supported us in a big way. The administration was supportive every step of the way. And our players felt it and they fed off it. And uh, I still remember before the Big East Championship game, I was almost in tears after the national anthem because I looked up and I saw this huge crowd and it wasn't just the people. It is they were energetic. They were involved. They were loud. And I was like, this is what 
my vision was for Marquette women's basketball. You know, our ladies deserve to play in, in front of that environment every night. And even if that was the starting point, and that's where we have to refer back to, but that's what I would love it to look like every night. So for me, it gave me chills because it was not only, hey, we, we have got here through a lot of hard work, but also, uh, you know, a vision of where we want this program to go. And then in terms of uh, the second thing that was a huge highlight to me was uh, a player last year that grade graduated, which uh, Michaela Jens. You know, she was a player who, when I first came in, you know, I, quite frankly, and I've told her this, is I didn't, I didn't know if she was ever going to be able to play for me. Just, just my style and um, how I wanted to run things. And she's a kid that is completely self-made. Everything that she has done, she has worked for, and she is everything right about Marquette. And so, for me to be able to coach her and see her graduate and see her become a Big East Most Improved player, and to see her uh, get a championship ring and win her last game at the Al McGuire Center, that is something that I will cherish forever, and uh, I know will be one of my huge coaching um, successes as I look back at my career. Was having her gone through so much, gone through a coaching change, gone through a lot of players of her teammates transferring, gone to, you know, having a coach that didn't recruit her. And um, us became, you know, really, really close. And that, that's a relationship for me that will be important for the rest of my life. You know, after we lost in the NCAA tournament um, last year to Quinnipiac, you know, I, I kind of sat there and, and I thought, you know, one, there's no question that we want to be back here. And then two, there's no question we want to get further than the, than the first round. And so for me as a coach, I evaluated how do I get that done for my players. And my first thought was we, we got to schedule hard. We got to play the best teams out there so when postseason comes, we're ready. And we're ready emotionally, we're ready uh, physically, and we're ready, you know, mentally. And so for me, whether we won or lost those games early on in the non conference, I knew it was going to, you know, pay dividends down the road. Uh, those games were hard. Uh, I believe we could have won any single one of them. And you drop two to overtime, the two top 10 teams that we could have easily won. It, it taught us. It taught us what we still need to work on. It taught us what we're made of. It's, it taught us that we're close, but we're not there yet. Uh, so I think as we, as we had those failures and, and we grew and then conference season started, I think you know we won an overtime game already at St. John's, and then we, we won at a last-second shot versus Butler. So everything that we lost preseason-wise, I mean, we lost in overtime. We lost on the buzzer. Like It came full circle, and now we were on the winning end of it. Um, so, uh, you know, for, for my players, I wanted them to, to feel what a big time environment felt like. So we scheduled hard in terms of expectations. Uh, our whole team theme is, is fly higher. And, and what that means is we, we want to take this program higher than it's ever been and farther. Uh, we realize that there's been uh, a couple teams here. Um, I, I was on uh, one of them that have, have went to the second round of the NCAA tournament, but no one has, nobody has been to a Sweet 16 yet. So uh, th that's our goal, and we're not you know, shy to talk about it. Uh, we talk about it daily as a team that we got to get better, and we've had some bumps in the road, and we, we got to collect ourselves and regroup. But I still believe the potential's there, and uh, that's still the end goal for us. You know, we, we learned a lot about us, and I think last year the success of the Big East tournament uh, you know, was was fresh in everybody's mind and our potential, but we still had a lot to learn. You know, we still had a lot to grow, and we we still do. And I, I believe the sky is the limit for this group. Um, however, we're not there yet, 
And just like I kind of talked about in the beginning is obviously I wanted immediate. You know, I believe this group can be a top 10 team, but that's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen tomorrow. And we're going to still have to chip away and we're going to still have to get better and, and deeper and more versatile and, and add different pieces to the puzzle. But uh, if we keep focusing on culture and work habits, I believe it'll happen. It's just a matter of when. When I hear the words, we are Marquette, first of all, every time I hear those words, I think I get chills. To me, it means family. It means pride. And, and our team theme is called Marquette Pride. So for me, I have so much pride in the jersey. I have so much pride in the degree. Uh, I have so much pride to be at this university and be a member of the staff. So every time I hear Marquette, I think the, the most thing I can think of is proud. I'm proud of, of where I came from. I'm proud that I'm here. And I'm blessed that I have the opportunity to be a part of the We Are Marquette every day. It's your personality. So, like, I'm like, go, go, go. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm supposed to. I know, I know.